You are listening to Activate Evolution, a gateway to infinite possibilities with Jules Arnas. Is your soul craving and longing to remember your path and your mission? Are you ready to activate your evolution? Connect to your heart, take a deep breath, and start your journey to infinite possibilities. Blessings, everyone. I'm Jules, and I'm super excited to introduce my dear friend and brilliant light worker, uh, Susan. So, Susan, instead of us reading your bio, I'm just going to have you introduce yourself and just kind of go into a little bit about who you are, maybe bridge us into your story. Yeah, thanks, Jules. Thanks for inviting me. And obviously, we met at the New Media Summit. in San Diego and we actually physically met which is really lovely and um and then we've been kind of in touch haven't we since then so and I've been watching you and been watching me so it's really nice um so yeah so I'm Susan Kennard I'm often known as a spiritual scientist and the reason why I'm known as that is because my background is very scientifically based so I trained in psychology and psychotherapy and um, neuropsychology and so I work with the body I work with healing the mind and also the spirit of course and I'm a channel so i'm a channel for source i have worked with spirit knowingly for probably about 25 years so um, being a medium being a channel uh, i'm clairvoyant i can see into the body i also hear my guides um they're chatting away right now but i hear my guides and um i feel them but i don't feel them as much as i used to it's more seeing and hearing i recently became an author So I'm an author of Awaken the Light Within Your Heart, which is a self-healing book after winning the Hay House publishing contract last year. So I finally came out this year in 22, which is exciting, very exciting. And you can get that on um, hardback, softback and audio. So um, that's a very exciting part of my journey. And what else do you want me to say? <laughs> That's kind of my basic introduction. Congratulations on that. That's so exciting. And so definitely check that out. We'll have all that information in the show notes below. So sure. let's just bridge right into, I know a little bit about your book, Is Your Awakening? So mm-hmm. let's just kind of sure. a little, a little invitation into that part of your life. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we all have turning points, don't we? And we all have awakenings. We don't always realize they are awakenings. Um, And I have a podcast called The Spiritual Awakener, and I set that up because of that fact that we think, you know, we've had this experience and we don't see it as an awakening when it actually is. So probably my first one that I can actually remember, and this is in my book, is when I was about 26, 27, and I was doing my postgraduate degree in psychotherapy and I was um, working as a nanny as well. So I was um, living, you know, with a family. I had a flat with the family. One night I had a visitation and it was very scary, scary, but not. So it was scary that I thought someone was in the room with me and I lived on my own in a flat um, attached to the house. and. It was also not scary in the sense that I knew deep down that I wasn't in danger. 
it's kind of hard to explain that, but I kind of knew someone was in the room, but didn't feel so much in danger. And actually I felt that someone was trying to wake me up. So literally physically on my shoulders, trying to wake me up. And then I found myself in almost like I could, I was awake, but I couldn't move. So I was in that kind of state. So I was kind of very conscious, but I couldn't move. So I was in between that, that space where I could have actually have got up or said anything. And latterly after that, so I was kind of a bit wondering what was going on there. A couple of months later, after not being able to sleep and wondering if it was gonna happen again every single night, Jules, honestly, it was like, oh my goodness, I go to bed with the radio on, I go to bed with the light on. It was that feeling of being on my own and thinking it might happen. A friend of mine got me a reading and I'd never had a reading before. And um, this lady sat down with me and she just started to tell me everything about a young man called Martin, who actually was a dear friend of mine and had taken his life at the age of 34. So he was a bit older than me and he'd taken his life at that time. Now he was a friend, but I'd previously been in a relationship with him. So she started to tell me about Martin and about all the things we'd done, the holidays we'd been on. He was from New Zealand, so we'd been to New Zealand. He'd toured with me. We'd done so much. And not everyone knew that information. It was, you know, personal to us, the places we'd been. And then, at the, and so I had floods of tears. I was like, oh my God, how do you know this information? And then she said, and by the way, he just came recently to let you know that he's okay and that life goes on. And I said, well, yeah, I felt someone in the room. And she said, well, that he was him. And of course you can imagine like that was like a big awakening for me in that moment. And then at the end of the reading, which I wish I'd recorded, you know, those moments when you wish you had it on uh, record, uh, she looked at my hands and she said, and you're walking the path of a master psychic. Well, I was a psychologist and I was just doing my psychotherapy training and there was no way that I'd thought at all about anything like that. I mean, literally. So I, so I just kind of laughed it off and said, mm, yeah, I didn't kind of like think much of it. And it was just a little bit later, I kept seeing signs for meditation and um, I was guided to kind of, you know, look at articles about meditation. And I was doing my postgraduate degree. And I just thought, I'll try it. Maybe it will help me quiet my mind. And that opened the door, literally opened the door um, to my intuition, my abilities, and then fast tracking. I ended up finding myself at the College of Psychic Studies in London, in South Kensington, because uh, I lived in London at the time, and trained as a medium. I mean, this is fast tracking. I, I This took quite a long time before I decided to actually do that, but it, it was the stepping stones after that awakening. And I really realized then that we have this soul, we have this body, we have this mind, but none of it is separate. You know, we are this complete, incredible being. Whereas before I knew we had a mind, and I knew we had a body, but I hadn't remembered the fact that we had this incredible 
soul within us, the spirit within us that was driving us. And even at that time, you know, this was very, oh, no, I'm 53 now, so it was a long time ago. You know, even at that time, I questioned everything. And I think if I hadn't been given clairvoyance, the ability to see spirit and to see, um, you know, like video screens, if I haven't been given that ability, I may not have gone down that road because I needed evidence and I needed to know that I wasn't making it all up. And then that led me to work on the platforms in the churches in London, giving evidence of survival. And my parallel life was working in child protection as a trauma specialist in addiction. So I had this kind of like life going on like that. This is you know, like fast tracking years later. And it just was an incredible experience. And I didn't really talk about that life. It just, it just didn't come into it. So I led this double life for a long time. And then now where I am, you know, it's, I'm a channel, you know, I love what I do. I'm, my mission is to help people align to their mission. And I 100% have this great life where I truly believe that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing in the world. So it's, you know, that that's kind of like a snapshot of how I came to have that awakening experience and where it led me. That's a beautiful story. So at that last part about living your mission, and I, you know, this, this is, this summit is all about people stepping into peak performance of all areas of their life, but that yeah. soul feeling that you have purpose and a mission that is that is a really important part of not just your awakening but to actually start to step into mastery and I do feel like we get to a place where we're so in our mission that we're no longer are identified in it we just kind of are in the creation of it here we are right it's so fun Mm -hmm. when we get to that place Mm -hmm. but maybe there's people that are listening that don't know what that feels like. And they're still kind of in that searching space because that is, I mean, what's like, we're making this full rounded, right? There's all different places in our life that we're going to step into peak performance and listening to guidance and being able to receive guidance at a high level. And then trusting that I feel like is such a huge part of even just stepping into not only your mission, but just living outside of our programming, that looping cycle, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk a little bit about maybe what you would offer those that are searching still and how they can kind of advance to the next. Sure. I think one of the main things to say that, you know, there are a lot of people waking up to who they are. And over these last couple of years, I think we've definitely noticed that more and more um, as we're recording this in 2022. And I think that um, the key things are to look at what your external experience is. So if you if your bank balance is really worrying you, if your physical health is showing you something, if you are, your relationships are breaking down, no judgment, just to look at it and say, okay, what part of me actually is a reflection of that? And I think that's one of the first things that we need to do is take responsibility for what we're attracting and what is coming into our experience. And I often say to people, if you can just imagine that, you know, you are a mirror. And so this mirror is reflecting 
everything that you believe you are. Okay, so everything about your physical body, everything about your bank balance, everything is all connected. And, you know, we can take this jacket off, which is our physicality. Underneath is this incredible light, you know, this incredible soul light that knows exactly why you're here. And I think that's quite a nice analogy. And you can like put that jacket back on. And for some reason, we forget. <laughs> and that was how it was meant to be, right? We were meant to forget to remember. But now we're all remembering. And many people are remembering that would have never have thought that they were anything more than just this physical. Okay. And I know, you know, everyone listening to this will be feeling, yeah, actually people around them are experiencing that and they never expected that. You know, there's a great awakening. So key things are to look at and take responsibility for what you've attracted. And then the inner work happens. The inner work, you know, in my book, um, there's many processes in my book and they're all inner child, but they're on a higher dimension. So we're not trawling through as in my old psychology days and psychotherapy days we used to trawl through all of the traumas and live them we don't actually do that in the work that I do with people. We actually access the first places that we felt disconnected. So this part of us that felt disconnected, and as you said, George, you know, this trust piece, when we feel that we're doing it on our own and we don't remember who we are, we forget that we have incredible guidance and we have our GPS, you know, we have our GPS for our soul. and. As soon as we start to heal those parts of us where we felt, oh my goodness, um, I'm not worthy of that, or I couldn't possibly have that, or any anger or resentment or anything like that, when we start to heal that frequency within us, our light expands, we, we bring more love into our life in the sense of our experiences, opportunities, but also our physical body changes as well. And so there's many different areas that our life changes on when we start to expand that light. And that comes from the inner work, of course, and not blaming others for what's happened in our life, which is, you know, one of the key things to healing ourselves is to say, I am you and you are me, and we are a reflection. And I think that is so empowering for people. That's just the first step. And then as we step more into living our joy and really mission is that, you know, I would say to people that if you wake up and you are living your joy, what you're doing in service or whatever it might be, you know, you're pretty much on the right track. If you wake up and you feel, hmm, do I have to do this? Why do I have to do this? I'm just doing this for money to pay the bills. You're probably not in alignment with your true, true mission of what you chose. And that is not an invitation to quit your job, by the way, if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, I always say, and I really, and my guides are kind of like chatting to me, um, it's really important not to do that because if you feel unsafe, you cannot create from a place of unsafety. So keep your job and just expand throughout, maybe do weekend courses or, um, you know, ongoing basis of healing yourself 
Um, I have a mission membership. If people are interested, they can step into the Souls Mission membership where I hold your hand lots of times a month. And um, these are the kind of things that I say to people is like, keep your feeling of safety because if you have your feeling of safety, you can then expand from that place. If you pull everything away, it brings up all of your fears of survival, lifetimes as well, and it brings up all the ancestral energy and you wanna do that quite steadily, you know, <laughs> if you're starting out. But if you are stepped fully onto your mission and you just really want to tweak that advancements, then you're looking at the Ascension Pathway. And the Ascension Pathway is truly living your light and absolutely being who you're meant to be in this planet, in this world, and bringing in your multidimensional aspects because that's who you are. And it's just taking yourself to that next frequency and the next frequency and the next frequency. Um, and that's, I love that. I absolutely love helping people do that. I love that. I, I want to go back to that place of safety just because mm. I know there's going to be different people in different places that are yeah. are listening to this because I do feel, yes, in the beginning, I totally agree. We don't want to try to create shifts when we're in survival. Right. It's just never going to happen. And and you see that in just in our world today, right? Because most people are already living there and that's why they're not awakening. But for those people that have been on the path, I mean, there's going to be people that are listening to this have been on the path for 20 years. and, And that's one of the things I feel like it's really important to look at because I feel like in the old paradigm, people had this idea that it has to be easy. I should never feel uncomfortable. It should be, and it's kind of like, well, no, it's not going to be easier. Everybody would be enlightened. And so it's bringing in that place of self, but just spiritual discipline, self-discipline, but being able to hold yourself in those abstract frequencies where there is no self-actualization, which is super uncomfortable and you get triggered kind of on a chemical level until you can master actually Mm -hmm. the nervous system or however you want to see that and you're able to hold consciousness in a frequency that your body doesn't recognize let's talk about that just because I can people asking and I think it's yeah yeah and your guides are going oh let's talk about that which is great (laughs) Uh, so yeah and the I can see the galactics all coming around now I mean um the key thing I feel about that is when, so an example of that might be, so if people can, you know, feel this example. When you know that it really doesn't matter what happens and you don't have a thought of what happens if that happens, what happens if that happens, that is a place where you feel complete trust and complete trust that you know that you're not attached to an outcome, you know, and and I've noticed that happening more and more and more in my life where, I mean, to be honest, next year in 23, I I haven't got a lot of plans. I've got some kind of plans, (laughs) but I haven't got a lot of strict plans because I love just living in the moment. Okay, and I know that living in the moment is always looked after, but that's where I am. If I never, I wasn't always like that, you know, it wasn't always like that. It was like to plan and be in control and so on. But living in your moment is knowing that you are 100% in trust. And that trust 
is the journey, isn't it? Because once you're in that trust, you can say, okay, where's my next amazing experience? Where's my next incredible opportunity? When I put my book into Hay House for the competition, I just went, if this is meant to reach the people it's meant to reach, I hand it over. Yeah, I didn't know what would happen. I knew that it would be out there, but I didn't know how. And I just kind of handed it over. And it's the same with everything that I do. I just go, well, if you want me to do this, then I'm open to that possibility. And I think as we are raising our frequency, and as you say, really coming into that space of the perhaps the the higher possibilities, and higher is the wrong word, but the finer frequencies, then the guides come in from those frequencies. So the galactics um, come in from a much higher frequency to match with our frequency. So we have to be that frequency match for them to come in and work with us. And then I notice with people that, and definitely myself, is that life just goes to that next level and and true abundance you know when you know when we're looking at that not really even thinking about it you know we're not thinking about where money comes from you know money to me is a frequency and i i don't really it doesn't even come into my thoughts about lack or anything like that that's not even in my vocabulary anymore it's just kind of it's ease and grace with that but then we've got this thank you my guides are reminding me we have this beautiful golden earth that we are creating and stepped into and i see it clairvoyantly like that the golden experience but then we see the old paradigm of the old frequency of earth and I feel that that's getting more and more shown to us where not as a divide, I don't want to use that word, but as a difference. But sometimes, and me included, when I see that side of things, I have to go, okay, and I observe it and I notice it. But coming to that place of observing and still being in the presence of trust is Thank you. It's it's alchemy. The guides are saying it's alchemizing and you alchemize your whole life and you're able to do that. So you can still be in this 3D reality, let's call it. You can still be in that reality, but you're actually, your frequency is not in that reality. That's Does that explain it how you would explain it, Jules? I can tell you almost everyone that's listening to is going to know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Living within the world, but not of the world. Within the matrix, of the matrix. Yes, exactly. So you can see it. You can see people in it. You can experience it, but you're not in it. And it doesn't affect you in any way. And I think that I'm seeing that more and more with people. You know, it's almost like no people don't watch the television anymore or they definitely don't watch the news, but they don't watch the television and they don't read newspapers and they don't want to go out drinking. They don't want to do those things because their frequency is of a different frequency to the old paradigm. So, yeah, that's kind of what I digress, but that's what I kind of feel about that going on to that next frequency of ascension and you know when i see people in their ascension frequency i see the energy as 
a, a sort of a clear sparkling with lots of different colors in it, but not the colors of the old chakra system, but almost like soft, but bright. I can't explain it to you, but it's sparkling energy. That's when I see the ascension frequency in people. And that is so beautiful to see. Um, yeah. So we're that. shifting, sighting, really exciting. Absolutely. I absolutely love that. And just everything that you're talking about is just so in the sweet spot. So I appreciate you taking it yeah. to that level. I think everyone else yeah. does really appreciate that as well. Yeah. Well, we are kind of getting to a place where we're going to bring this to an end. So I'm just going to turn it over to you if there's something, if you want to talk about your gift or if there's something maybe that we didn't say that you'd like sure. to I might I might bring the guides in and see if there's a, a little message as well for people, which would be lovely. Um, but if you would like to um, have a free gift, I've got a couple of free gifts. So if there's a link, Jules put that in, in the notes here. Um, and it takes you to a free video course, which is called Awaken the Light. And uh, also a beautiful meditation, which is the Halls of Learning. So you might like that. So the link's below. Okay, so let's have a see um, what the guides want to say. Give me a second. Okay, so Mother Mary is here, which is really beautiful. Uh, and I do see the galactics. And Mother Mary is talking about, so she's coming in here. Often she'll come in with um, helping to heal the suffering child. But what she's talking about, and I can hear her saying this, is that every one of us, we are remembering the time when we chose to come in. And this essence of ourself, she says, is that light, that spark of light when we chose to come in and we chose to experience this experience of being human here at this time. And we chose the physical body and we chose the mother and father to come in with and we chose the aspects of ourselves that we needed to experience. And she's saying that when we remember that we chose everything, and we chose to be here at this time of great expansion, we will then remember that we did it from a place of pure, unconditional love. <laughs> and she's saying to kind of take ourselves back to that spark of light and holding that frequency of pure love for ourselves so that we can have pure love for humanity, she's saying. Yeah. Thank you. So it's just a reminder, I think, that we are this pure love, that we came in with pure love, and that's what we're here for. I love that. Thank you so much for just bringing your time, Susan. It was, this was so amazing. I just loved everything that you had to say. And I know everybody else is probably just feeling very uplifted. Uh, is there, a, do you want to just like say your website or something real quick? Before? Sure, yeah. So my YouTube channel is Susan Kennard, my name, which is double N-A-R-D. And my website is the same, susankennard.co.uk. And you can find me on social media at the same name. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much. And thank you everybody that is just tuning in and listening. And we are just sending you all so much love as you step into your next, your highest potential and really experience what it is to be in peak performance. Much love. Are you ready to take the next step into infinite possibilities? We invite you to discover more ways to play 
at activateevolution.com.